I drink your milkshake. You are listening to the Billionaire Podcast Network. to lost in the maze number 13 this is lost in the maze the solo show only on the billionaire podcast network ka-ching bing 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 did he fill her up yeah we got a lot of we like we got a lot of great programs here on the billionaire podcast network we got the the flagship show corn fed with dalton pruitt that's the show i do with me that's me, my buddies Kevin and Sal. Uh, and that, that's just a rip roaring good time. We got uh, this program, the solo show. Uh, and then, uh, you know, we, we uh, the new Bible study show, the Blessed Billionaire Boys Backyard Bible Bonanza uh, Sextuple B. Uh, and that's the Bible study show I do with my buddy Jamie, uh, Jamie Gravitt uh and we, we have one rule on that show no swears no swear words while we're reading the bible uh and that's all here on the billionaire podcast network ka-ching ming 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 did did he fill her up uh and that's that's available here uh that's on youtube apple podcast spotify and if you're so inclined please head over to the patreon patreon.com slash corn fed with dalton pruitt uh, for access to all the premium episodes and bonus content, uh, we got a five dollar tier, ten dollar tier, fifteen dollar tier. Uh, I know that there, there's some podcasters out there who do a uh, they'll, they'll do a little one dollar tier to uh, to wet everyone's whistles a little bit with the one dollar tier. We don't do that over here at the Billionaire Podcast Network. Ching bing 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 bing. Did you fill her up? We don't do that over here, okay? Because that's for pussies. Okay, that's for weak-minded men desperately grasping for the uh, attention uh, uh, of an audience, okay? We're, we're making, it's called premium content for a reason, okay? So it's at least $5 a month. I will not capitulate to the desires of the the, the, the proletariat, the bourgeoisie that uh, cannot afford or is not willing to put forth the five dollars a month minimum for the uh you know the the enlightening premium content that we're putting out over here at the billionaire podcast network ching bing 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 did did you fill her up yeah so so the rest so the rest of these hacks they can go ahead and do a one dollar tier all right and you're welcome to you're welcome to pay for it okay but just just know you get what you pay for in this life all right if something's that cheap that means the product probably is as well all right, that's why we're keeping it minimum $5 over here 
at the Billionaire Podcast Network. Ka-ching, bing, 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 filler up. Um, but the best tier is the $25 tier, okay? Because that'll get you the that'll get you the decal. That's the fraternal order of corn fed decal. When you when you subscribe to the $25 tier, uh, you get that decal after three months of having been subscribed. So it is $75 for a sticker. Uh, but uh, it's worth it because it creates an immutable bond between yourself and your favorite podcasters, uh, myself, Kevin, Sal, Jamie. Uh, we might be bringing someone else onto the network. You know, stay tuned for that. Um, and, and you know, you can put it on your back windshield. Might help you get out of a ticket. Uh, but when, when you do so, sign up for that tier immediately. You, you can send me a list of your enemies, and I will call for a jihad upon them on the show. Uh, and, and then also once you get the decal after the three months, you're welcome to be a guest on the show. This ain't, this ain't your average, uh, comedy podcast. We're not just going to run through the same revolving door of, uh, the same comedians you've seen over and over again, of which you've only ever seen them on podcast. And chances are you have no idea what their standup is actually like. No, we're not doing that. Okay. We're, we're going to, we're going to hang out with anybody and everybody on this show it's a it's a revolution in po- it's the people's podcast okay damn that really should have been the name of the network i'm damn it the people's podcast network that would have been a much better uh idea for an underground uh uh grassroots podcast network than something is gauche and gaudy as the billionaire podcast network which i think already exists i think calling it this if if when this gets big enough it'll just cause problems with the fucking the black people that already have uh the billionaire podcast network but hey look we going banned for we're doing a money spread against the other billionaire podcast now we're going banned for ban with the other with the brothers over at the billion the other billionaire podcast network um, that was something somebody said to me the other day. <laughs> I'm in a, uh, a one-way war with Kai Sanat. He doesn't know I exist, and I'm, uh, just constantly, uh, uh, baffled and frustrated by him. And, uh, I commented on something on X, formerly Twitter, about how much he sucks. And then, you know, you know how the, like, one of these black excellence people, you know how they are. And they were like, man, you just mad because a young brother, somebody younger than you, making more money. And I was like, money is not indicative of quality. Uh, and it never has been. The, what appeals to the masses has always, uh, you know, been the lowest common denominator uh, form of anything ever. And it's, it's very rare that a true masterpiece uh, has any sort of mass appeal. And, and so the, the fact that this gentleman has a lot of money uh, only indicates that people are willing to pay for what he's doing it's not is yeah it's 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 not an indicator of any of necessarily any quality really i i I mean you know the the real housewives of beverly hills is is a big show uh that doesn't mean (laughs) that doesn't mean it's like good storytelling it's mindless tv for for women because that's all women can focus on while they mostly play around on their phones and don't want to that's the thing about women they they want to sit down and watch tv but not really so like the the only tv and entertainment that women can truly handle that they can like wrap their heads around is like 
I know it's like cliche to say that like women really love reality TV, but I think it's like a biological thing because like the woman's brain, it, it can only um, like the RAM in a woman's brain, like like the hard drive and the RAM and, and, and like the computing power of a woman's brain can only process so much of, of like any given narrative structure. Um and I, and I think that's like reality TV is perfect for the the woman. It's like, you know, when they when they're when they run when they're able to like run Doom on a you know like a keychain, like a light up keychain can play Doom. That's that's sort of what a woman's brain is like, if that makes any sense. It, it's like reality TV is, is such a like compressed small uh, like zip file of information that. Uh, the, the, you know, and, the, and a woman's brain can actually like process that, um, because w- women don't know how to actually like pay attention or absorb uh, art and entertainment in any meaningful way. And since there's nothing meaningful happening on the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, it's perfect for them. Because you know, if you ever sit down with a woman to watch like a TV show or a movie, the the entire time, uh, well, what does she do? She's just asking you questions about the movie. That will the the question that questions that will be answered if she would just shut the fuck up and watch the goddamn movie, but she can't do that be, because there's like characters and there's dialogue and writing and, and like a three act structure and that's just that's too much for for a creature that's like really mostly obsessed with itself. That's the thing. Women are selfish. They're narcissistic. That they can't see beyond like their own perspective necessarily, and, and so when you have it, when you have a TV show that is that as shallow as that, that's as surface level and uh, like self-serving as that. That's that's what they you know uh, are drawn to. That's what they appreciate is like yeah, Real Housewives uh whatever the show is with the dwarves my 600 pound life uh just like fucked up windows into and and still still like manufactured still scripted in some ways we know reality tv is but like still offering like some glimpse into a world as fucked up as what goes on in a woman's head um and so that that's you know that's that's what they appreciate that's what women enjoy and what, what do men enjoy? Master and Commander, The Far Side of the World, Gladiator, Alexander, Troy. Okay, we like movies about men doing great things and going on epic adventures and conquering. <clears throat> Not even necessarily evil. It, the, man, the man himself, the protagonist of the story, can't himself be evil. It, it, just as long as he's conquering something, we're in. Um, You know that's i that's i yeah I, and i i hear it sucks but that's probably you know that's why the uh, the the new dude movie is napoleon it's like here's a guy who's like ostensibly kind of a bad guy uh i don't i don't think anybody who's like is setting out to take over the world is necessarily a good guy but he's conquering stuff so we're in no matter how bad the movie is and it looks like shit <laughs> and i'm gonna be honest with you i've seen the trailers and I've seen what Ridley Scott has to say. It looks it looks like a big pile of dog shit. And it's doing that thing that I absolutely fucking hate in movies about foreign places where 
inexplicably, the uh, main character is uh, in this one. He's French, and and they're not even doing he like he's not even doing the thing where it's like the default accent for foreign places being British. Like in a lot of movies where it's like whether it's France or Germany or Russia, they'll like they'll just be like just give him a British accent, uh, and that that'll let the audience know that like, yeah you know they're foreign. But it's like in the Napoleon movies, like he just has like he's just walking Phoenix's voice. So they're not even he's not even taking the time to do a British accent uh, for the movie of where he's playing a, a French guy, uh, and it looks like yeah, it looks like shit. And there's no color in it, you know. I I mean um, I don't know what's I'm not the first person to point this out, but I don't know what's going on with um, everything is so desaturated now, like. Uh, all the all the movies have this like bleh, just bleh look to them. Uh, that's that's such a drag. Uh, I, I really miss like um, yeah the the epics of yore that I guess I, maybe they were like Technicolor or however they did the color. I don't know fuck all about how to make a goddamn movie. So far be it for me to try and figure this out. But movies used to pop. They used to look whimsical. Even even the the heaviest of movies were still had this like bright, colorful uh, quality to them, and, and that that doesn't exist anymore. And it's 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 weird because what's really weird about it is like this desaturated shit they're doing in movies now. It, it looks like there it, it's like there's less color than a black and white movie. It, like if that makes any sense, like. If, if I watch, uh, like, a, a really good, you know, like, old Hollywood movie, like, I don't know, like, Kiss Me Deadly or The Birds or, I don't know, Young Frankenstein, <laughs> those, those movies uh, look really, are, like, so striking in how they look. You, like, I know that, like, it's just due to, like, technological limitations that they're in black and white, but the way they were lighted and like staged and shot they're like really really beautiful movies and it's it's such a like endearing quality that there there have been many times when like modern contemporary directors will just as a as a stylistic choice like artistically will make a movie in black and white i mean you know like raging bull or the artist or um you know whatever clerks <laughs> the modern classic clerks folks yeah but it, it they'll it, it, like black and white has this like very ethereal dreamlike quality that looks really good when it, when it's done well but this like desaturated shit is like it, it, it's just this like weird like uncanny just eyesore to look at because that's not how i mean that's not how it fucking looks when it's shot like, they shoot the movie, and there's, like, lighting and fucking costumes and all this cool shit happening. And then they go they go through and edit it, and it's like, all right, turn the turn the temperature down on the color so it looks like... So I guess, I guess like, everybody understands that this is the 1700... Like, there was no, you know... Take all, the, take all the fucking life and color out of this so everybody gets the idea that it's, it's in the past. <clears throat> and the, uh... That shit sucks. I don't know how. How did I get on this? I was somehow I got off on Real Housewives uh, premium content, uh, decal, 
Uh, please get the decal. Yeah, I don't know how I got off on that tangent. I guess go see Napoleon, everybody. Go check out my boy, Walking Phoenix, <laughs> in uh, Napoleon. Um, I know that that's the uh, that's the thing, right? Guys like history movies. Um, I guess so. Uh, maybe I just I just like uh I just like you know cool movies. Uh, I'm not even really a hit like history is interesting, but my relationship with history really is like anytime I study history, like I read anything about the past, I I just read it and think to myself, thank Christ I didn't have to live through any of this. This looks like it fucking sucked. That like it just day each day a new a fresh new hell having to exist in the fucking 1800s this looks like it really fucking sucked it's it's like dude you know for all for all the flaws that exist in like modern life today this, this is pretty fucking sweet dude like my my life arguably right now is really bad this is like the worst it can get for a lot of people and i'm still like more comfortable than you know, like an upper class person that was alive in like the the 1800s. Like I'm, I don't have to deal with like any of the bullshit that they had to deal with. I have the internet. I got Tatino's party pizzas in the freezer. Uh, I got Gatorade, which actually this is this is bullshit. I didn't know I got this. I went to the store. I love Gatorade, by the way. I'm I'm kind of I, I quit soda. Or I'm quitting soda and I'm going full time Gatorade. <laughs> And, uh, I didn't realize that, uh, I don't know if you see this, I got a get. I accidentally got a Gatorade Zero, and I don't know what I was thinking, because it's not like, you know, the sodas, the thing with the soda, like the Coke Zero and the Pepsi Max, is like, that flavor is, is like, close enough to the real thing that it's palatable. Uh, they have not figured that out with Gatorade Zero yet. Gatorade Zero absolutely fucking sucks cock. And it, it, and I'm get I you know I go to get a Gatorade because it's delicious and it's refreshing and Gatorade Zero is neither of those things. It's ash and dust and bones in my mouth. Gatorade Zero, but I'm still drinking it because uh, it kind of you know it's a it's a nice like facsimile of the thing I actually wanted. Uh, a a whisper of the the real Gatorade flavor. I don't even know what this fucking flavor is though. It just says berry. Which is not one of the the pillars of Gatorade that we all enjoy. That you know, when it comes to Gatorade, it's it, there's there's glacier. Fr there's I think there's like five that many would consider to be the the cornerstones of Gatorade flavordom. You got Glacier Freeze, that's the blue one. Uh, Fruit Punch, that's the red one. Orange, that's the orange one. Lemon Lime, that's the yellow one. And, and then my personal favorite, uh, Limon Pepino, the, the lime cucumber. Uh, and that's the, uh, like aqua green one. I think that, I think, and, and that one's the odd man out. I, of, of the five, uh, pillars of Gatorade flavors, the, the lime cucumber is, you know, the wild card. It's the, the Mr. Pink of, uh, of the Gatorade flavors, you know. It's the the fifth, you know, the fifth element. It's you know, uh, Dallas, uh, Cor Corbin, Corbin Dallas and Lilu kissing each other in the temple is uh, the Limon Pepino. Uh, 
Uh, but that's, you know, that's my favorite. <clears throat> so I don't know what I was thinking. I saw this, this fucking bubblegum medicine looking flavor. And I, for some reason I picked this up and it just says berry and it is some bullshit, but maybe you guys, would you guys want to do a, a quick reaction to the, <laughs> you know, should I go, should, Hey, should I run to my car real quick so I could do a, 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 a reaction to this drink i got i also have a full uh japanese hibachi dinner in my car that i'm, I'm gonna eat and do a reaction to because for some reason people i mean it's it's so funny that i was i was like talking shit about uh women in reality tv earlier and <laughs> considering the amount of like the amount of guys the amount of people that exist that endlessly watch videos of guys eating full meals in their cars, uh, which is m more mindless and depressing than any car like Kardashian show that exists. I would be like truly horrified if I was if I was dating a woman and she caught me watching like a, a video like a Keith Lee video, like that autistic black guy that goes around Atlanta. And he's like, I'm here as I, uh, the Outback Steakhouse. And I'm going to get me a, a, a chocolate thunder from down under. You know, that guy. And like, if I got caught watching that, I would, I would have, I would leave. I would, I would abandon, I would like move to another. I'd go to the like Robert Forrester vacuum repair shop from Breaking Bad. Rest in peace to Robert Forrester. And I would, I would change my entire identity if I got caught watching some bullshit. Like, that's so fucking embarrassing that that's like, that anyone does that and that there's an audience for that. And it's, and it, look, it's not like what I do, you know, the, I, what I do when I rate and review and analyze, uh, women's titties, uh, you, you know, if you don't know on TikTok, I do a series where I call TikTok, TikTok rack reactions, where I rate, review and analyze titties. That's art. That's a work of art. What I'm doing. Um, but just sitting in your car, and rifling through, you know, six or seven different takeout boxes so that you can uh, review the the fucking you know the Red Robin uh, Southwest bacon barbecue shrimp mushroom and Swiss Gouda cheddar blue cheese ostrich burger or whatever. Like that's cr that that sucks. Um, it, but. People, you know, people like it. So, uh, but that, you know, that brings us back to the uh, this is the gate the Gatorade Zero Berry. Uh, so I'm I'm here I'm here in my car I'm here in my my Cadillac uh, outside outside of the Seven uh, Eleven where I bought a Gatorade Zero Berry flavor. <laughs> um. Anyway, yeah. So let's take let's take a take a little sip. Uh, it's me, you know, it's me, your Gatorade Sommelier. Damn, that does that does taste like medicine. Yep. Well, folks, uh, Gatorade Zero Berry uh, tastes like medicine. Um, tastes like when you get when you get a, a the flu as a child, or strep throat, or whooping cough, and the doctor prescribes you some sort of uh, you know sweet medicine so that you'll actually take it, like an like a liquid amoxicillin, a pink liquid amoxicillin 
that you gotta uh scoop up like draw uh you, you pour into like a mcflurry spoon and, and and take it that way uh that that's what that's what gatorade zero berry tastes like it tastes like bubblegum amoxicillin uh zero out of ten i will drink the entire thing uh still uh because i <laughs> i'm not i'm not the kind of guy if i look if i hate something and it's it, like any sort of food or drink if i don't like it I'll, I'll power through it. It has to be like really disgusting for me to just give up on it. It's got to be like exceptionally terrible, but I've been to plenty of restaurants where I've ordered a meal and immediately I'm like, yo, this sucks. And I just eat the entire thing and leave a 20% tip. Uh, so that, you know, that's who I am. I mean, the, the, the only times I've ever been like really horrified by uh, something was like, like novelty shit like i you know one time i went to a can it was like a candy store and i bought a bottle of uh what what it was one of those like dumb sodas it was like bacon soda <laughs> this was during the Le epic bacon uh era the the when ron swanson was poisoning the minds of everyone in this country and uh so i bought a bottle of this like bacon soda and i, I took like two sips and i was like well that's six bucks down the drain right there. I'm not fucking drinking. This is fucking terrible. There's there's a reason they don't do this. There's a reason they don't make sodas out of bacon and ranch and um the pickle might actually be good. I gotta be honest with you. You know the pickle is a good flavor. One of those like unorthodox quirky flavors that works in a lot of things. Like you know you think it wouldn't. Like you ever have a, you ever have a dill pickle snow cone in the summer? That ain't bad. I don't, I don't hate that. It's, you know, a, a, a sour, tart, uh, savory uh, snow cone. It's, it's still refreshing. I think it's because the pickle uh, isn't, what is it? Like pickle has like electrolytes and sodium and shit in it. So it actually helps you absorb water and stay hydrated better. Like have you have you seen those at the store? You know what I'm talking about, where it's those like pickle shots. Those like it's it's like a shot of pickle juice or something that's like looks like a five hour energy, but it's pickle. It's supposed to be have like just a shitload of sodium and electrolytes so that you can I don't know run more. Um, I, I ain't buying shit like that. I'm buying I'm buying a uh, Kool Aid jammers. I'm buying. Capri Suns and Kool-Aid Jammers, folks. Uh well, let's get let's get into the show. Let's get into the show, everybody. Uh we're we're revolutionizing revolutionizing uh podcasting over here at the Billionaire Podcast Network. Ka-ching, bing 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 do do filler up. Cause I'll tell you something. Look, the solo podcast like this is no small feat. You know, you think you think it's just a guy talking for an hour. You think you think it's a guy talking for an hour, which it is. <laughs> what if Anton Chigurh did a podcast? He's not on the internet. Otherwise, it's just a guy talking for an hour, which it is. Um, yeah, you think it's that, but this this is a this is a a, a valuable and innate skill set. Uh. Forbidden, uh, you know, uh, from to, to, to many at, that alive, <laughs> to most people, uh, could not do this. Okay. You can't, you know, you, you got to have that special sauce of, 
equal parts uh, schizophrenia and charisma to be able to sit here and talk to yourself for for an hour, hour ten, hour twenty. Uh, you gotta you gotta have that little you know that uh, that little crazy and, and a little bit of a uh, charm. You know, little Kaiser Soze. Uh, you know, got to fool the people into to thinking I'm a good guy when I'm I'm really a stone cold killer. Uh, okay, I'm fucking losing my mind. <laughs> no, we're we're revolutionizing podcasting over here. Um, no, I'm well. Speaking of uh, schizophrenia, um, I'm obsessed with this. Uh, this story this is near and dear to my heart uh because i you know i can relate to this not to this degree but uh i don't know if y'all heard about this uh uh carl wrench um carl wrench is he directed a shitty movie called 47 ronin which wasn't that Keanu Reeves was in it, and I don't know if it's a shitty. I've heard maybe good things about. It. I know it flopped. I never saw it. I don't care about it. Uh, I but I care about the, the director now. Um, it's like my favorite story in the news right now because apparently, I think it was like 2018. He got tapped by Netflix to direct some like sci-fi action show for them called Conquest, and they just threw a ton of money at him. And like the conversation surrounding this whole story right now is, does sort of have to do with like the inflated budgets for these TV shows where it's like, why was this amount of money even given to a kind of an unproven director to make this like TV show for Netflix? Cause I, I think it was like something to the tune of like $55 million to, to make this, um, sci-fi action show and like how many years this is like supposedly supposed to have been in development uh he has not produced a single minute of footage even and in fact balled out with this money just was buying like fancy cars and furniture jet setting making wild crypto and nft investments uh stock options day trade like all this crazy shit um and was was also like screaming at his wife and punching the drywall and and come to find out uh what they what they're thinking might have been going and is going on uh is he has a vivance prescription and you know vivance as we all know is some sort of adderall or similar it's some, some one of these amphetamines one of these drugs that's like an amphetamine that's like here you know we we you took a you took a multi multiple choice uh, quiz uh, here at the doctor's office, and now we're going to give you pharmaceutical grade uh, speed. Uh, so he's been taking this Vivant stuff, which um, the, you know they say that like misuse can ca- like induce mania, delirium, psychosis. But I mean, there's people who like the way their brains are wired. Just the way it's prescribed, the regular use could cause that because like. That happens with like tons of people where they get prescribed like some some sort of antidepressant or ADHD medicine or whatever, and it turns out it's not right for them. And and then they're like stripping the copper out of the fucking house and blowing through all the money and you, you know like do, just doing crazy shit, which is like what happened to me basically. Like I'm I'm running up and down the street screaming at people 
talking on their cell phones like who are you talking to are you talking about me <laughs> you know and co you know calling people like everyone i've ever met to to tell them about like 5g towers and the cia and um you know shelly miscav like where is shelly miscavige Just, you know all the conspiracies i was at coming up with uh so apparently this carl wrench guy like you know his version of it was that plus tens of millions of dollars of netflix money and he just like was blowing through this money and and, and this is this is what i love about psychosis because like you're never wrong like when you're in that state of mind no matter what you're never wrong like in your mind you just think like i'm on the most righteous of paths and everything i'm doing is good and correct and anyone who says otherwise is an op okay that's an op they're out to get me they're trying to put two in the back of my head uh and, and they're on, they're on the left hand path and um so uh 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 he blew through all this money and then even after that shook down Netflix for even more money. Like said, Hey, actually contractually you owe me like 14 million more dollars. And then Netflix was like, Oh, I, well, we didn't realize that we owed you. We, <laughs> we still have to pay. I get, you know, we, we uh, you know, we want the best TV show out there that you can make. So here's more money, uh, which he then blew on like Dogecoin or something um yeah and so then like after all of this you know it turns out he's probably just been in a state of psychosis for years uh and his wife is leaving him and, and the best part is like for me especially as somebody who's been through something similar like not to that scale like this guy might actually be going to fucking prison for this but it, like reading what he was doing and the shit he like the delusions he was having well it's kind of comforting it's nice to know i'm not alone and that like the psychosis the the human mind is complex but also kind of the same for everybody because i was like reading some of the the stuff that he was like talking about like, there was something where he was telling his wife like yeah, you know, I can predict uh, when a lot, where and when lightning is going to strike. I can predict volcanic eruptions. Um, and he said, I'm, I'm also like on the cusp of cure. This is like during the pandemic. He was like, I'm on the cusp of curing the coronavirus. And I have located the uh, coronavirus, coronavirus signals held deep within the earth. And I'm going to solve this for all of mankind. And I was like, I was like reading this, just going like, yep, this checks out. I've been there, brother. I know what this is like. And then one day you're going to wake up and feel really bad. <laughs> you're you're going to wake up with, uh, the, the, uh, you know, a hangover, you know, like Goku's KO Kitten times 10, but a, the, of the version of that, that's a hangover, uh, essentially <laughs> it's going to suck, dude, especially after blowing through tens of millions of dollars on Ferraris and cryptocurrencies. Speaking of, by the way, uh, what what is so? I don't know anything about luxury car. I don't really know anything about cars. I don't know anything about buying a car. Uh, I you know have never gone through any legitimate car buying process. Um, but what? So what's going on? Like so, Ferrari. You to get a Ferrari, you have to buy. You have to like level up if you're going to buy Ferraris, like you have to buy a shitty one 
you have to buy like you have to start at like level one and buy like the model that they allow you to buy if you never owned one before and then you have to own it for a while and then you can level up to another ferrari and it like i don't that doesn't make any uh i don't understand that uh that's gay that sounds pretty gay to me that anyone would you know have any loyalty like have the that kind of loyalty to a car brand to just let the uh to let ferrari fuck you in the ass like that where it's like well, I want this model. Like, if I had that kind of money, it's like, well, I want this model Ferrari, but I have to buy the the one that they allow me to buy before I can buy this. Like, this, just go, you know, go get a fucking Honda Accord, okay? It's it's affordable, it's reliable. It'll get you know, get you where you need to go, and you can put like three hundred thousand miles on that bad boy, okay? That's Japanese engineering for you. They know what they're doing. Um, but I don't, you know. It'll be a long time before I can actually buy a car. You know, I'm just I'm just walking everywhere. I'm just hitchhiking. You know, I live in a box car, uh, and just just doing what I can to 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 survive. Uh, how was everybody's uh, How was everybody's Thanksgiving? Do you have a Do you have a decent Thanksgiving? Um, it's not It's not my favorite holiday. But then again, I don't like the holidays. Uh, the holidays instill in me a deep, profound uh, depression and feeling of malaise uh, that I, you know, is hard for me to, to understand. And I think that's the case for a lot of people. Like, what do they say? Like, the holiday season, Thanksgiving and Christmas is, like, the time of year when, like, people really go for it and kill themselves is thanksgiving and christmas and, and all the ad agencies and corporations try to you really want you to believe that this is the happiest time of the year so you're you're like engaged in this like psychological warfare with your environment this time of year where you feel like absolute dog shit like like what your heart and soul and mind are telling you is life is meaningless i don't like being alive uh, I haven't seen my family in two years. No one loves me. I haven't had, you know, I've never had any meaningful relationships. I am the absolute saddest I've ever been. And am you know, like suicide is my light at the end of the tunnel in, in this deep, dark, depressing existence. And you feel that way. And, and, but then the world around you is, you know, telling you, it's the most wonderful time of the year. You know, it's, it's a time of uh, love and celebration and, and presence. And, and so, um, and, then, and then it creates this like negative feedback loop in your mind where the, like everything around you is, you know, a holly jolly fucking everybody's ice skating, having a good time celebrating with the family eating Turkey, which sucks. Turkey sucks. We'll get more on that in a minute, but you know you're having like, everybody's having a good time around you, and like all the ads, you know, a, a husband in a, in a nice house with his wife, he buys her a Lexus for Christmas with a bow on it, and you're seeing all this, and you already feel like shit, and then the world around you is telling you, no, this is actually like the best fucking time of year. This is like the happiest that anyone ever is ever this time of year. And, and so in your mind, you're, you're wondering, like, why do I, like, why, there must be something, like, fundamentally broken in me 
if I can't find the same the the joy that everyone else is finding in these in in this time of year, Thanksgiving, Christmas, like these holiday times, and, and and so it's it's like this yeah this psychological um, weird MK Ultra psychic thing happening, you know, or like because I. Um, I think a lot of people probably feel that way. I think a lot of people like this time of year, uh, like the changing of the seasons gets colder, gets darker earlier, uh, all of it. I think like naturally people are more inclined to become more like introspective and thinking about like, you know, maybe dwelling on the past a little bit, thinking about the future, thinking about their relationships with everybody. And you naturally are, are feeling like a little more, um, yeah, just depressed and, and, maybe had experiencing some ennui some ennui but then you know but then you watch a coke commercial where it's like santa and polar bears are, are enjoying delicious coca-cola and dancing and that reminds you of your youth a time when this time of year actually did make you feel really really happy and but then you you like you're trying to like cling on to that feeling you're trying to like recapture that feeling within yourself but it's not there anymore so now you're just reminded of years gone by a youth which you will never reclaim and the fact that now as an adult you feel miserable and every uh conceivable force around you is telling you that you actually should be feeling really really happy but in, in spite of that you still feel sad and, and so you're caught in this like constant back and forth in your mind uh, you know this battle between between yourself and your environment that are like diametrically opposed from each other and it wears down your own like a uh, uh, psychic fortitude until you inevitably just finally put a bullet in your brain. Uh, you know that's what this time of year is for me anyway. I you know but I hope everybody had a good Thanksgiving. Um, and, and you know I just I don't really care for turkey. I think it's a dry bird. Uh, I think it's not particularly flavorful uh and it it's it, it's it's a meat that requires a lot of of dolling up you know not like of course you gotta you gotta season your meat i mean i know white people don't be seasoning their food but you gotta season it but then you gotta you just take you know you gotta you gotta make, get all the juices and make a giblet gravy and stuffing and all that stuff, and, and then at the end of the day, it's still just, it's still just dry as shit. It fucking sucks, you know. I'd, I'll take a ham, but I don't, you know, I'm not a uh, I'm not a big Thanksgiving food guy. Most thing, most of Thanksgiving food is just different goops and slops. You know, it's it's a it's a lot of goops and slops, uh, green bean casserole and uh, stuffing and, and, and cranberry sauce, uh, you know, all on your plate. It just, it just looks like, um, you know, almost like prison food almost. Like it's just a lot of, uh, you know, like the food they eat in the real world in the matrix is sort of what Thanksgiving food is like. Um, and it's like, some of it is like, okay, like I'll take, you know, I like mac and cheese any time of year, but yeah, for for the most part, uh, not not like that. You know, I'm not that particular. Not that uh, fond of uh, holiday foods necessarily. Like my ideal Thanksgiving would just be McDonald's. It would be like do do the ver the the version of Thanksgiving that a lot of people have, where you like overeat all the all the goops and slops of Thanksgiving. Um, 
and dry turkey bird uh my version of like the, the way i would have fun with that that i would really go all out is just get like 10 hamburgers and 10 large fries from mcdonald's and like two gallon jugs of their coca-cola uh because you know they'd be having the best coke and then i would just like eat myself into a uh like a diabetic seizure you know like uh like whitey from uh Eight Crazy Nights, which I watched the other night and actually cried. <laughs> I watched Eight Crazy Nights the other night and I just like I actually started crying. I was like, "Oh man, this is getting me. This movie's getting me." And that would fucking suck if my parents died when I was twelve. <laughs> um, and you know, I mean, the range on Adam Sandler. You know, even in an animated screwball comedy like that. Uh, there's, you know, there's really heartfelt, emotional, deep, you know, moments in that movie that I tell you what, it really tugged on my heartstrings. You know, I haven't watched it in years, probably. <clears throat> and uh, I was, I was watching it and just being like, damn, this is, uh, this is making me cry for some reason. <laughs> um, so that, you know, that was my, that was my Thanksgiving was I ate some goops and slops. And then I cried watching uh, the, the Hanukkah, the Hanukkah cartoon, Eight Crazy Nights. Um, and there's, you know, there's not a lot of Hanukkah movies, really. And I think that's because, Han I think, the I think like Hanukkah for the Jews is, might just be like a bullshit holiday anyway. You know, it's, it's, it, it just ha happens around the same time as Christmas. So it's like in the public consciousness it, it's it's in the public eye is like oh this is like their christmas but i, I maybe not I, maybe it's not only that's the case um you know i don't know i don't read uh i don't study uh anything to do with judaism okay i'm a christian okay i don't want to know what they're up to over there and um you know jew the jew school all right, I went to Gentile school. We study the New Testament, the the the, the crucifixion, Saint Nicholas. Damn, I gotta stop vaping. Um, trying to figure out. Yeah, that was another thing. I'm trying to figure out how to get sponsors for this show. So if if you ever see me, um, not vaping and maybe using some sort of alternative. Uh, it's because it's be, because I believe in the sponsor that that, that is maybe. Um, I just love I just fucking love vaping. I mean, I, lo I like cigarettes. Like to be honest with you, I really like cigarettes. They're delicious. They feel good, uh, and they they're just nice. But uh, they're really bad for you, and you can't do them. You can't you can't do them while you're laying in bed. Not anymore. You know there was a time. But nowadays you can't you can't smoke a cigarette in bed uh, lest you ruin the resale value of your home and potentially burn the fucking house down itself. Uh, whereas the vape, I wake up, it's in bed with me. First thing I'm doing is hitting the vape, popping in a couple zins to go with it, and, and then watching uh, uh, my favorite pornography before I clock in for work, which is also in bed. Uh, so my day, every, you know, they, what is jo like Jocko Willink every day, you know, post a, a, a picture of his watch and it's like 4.15 a.m. 
you know, get up and get it. And my version of that is, you know, it's seven, it's seven forty-five a.m. Work starts in fifteen minutes. I just woke up. I'm hitting. I got two zins in. I'm hitting the vape, and I'm trying to bust before it's time to clock in. That's that's my version of Jocko Willink. That's that's what I try to tell people is like every every morning you sh- the first thing you should do hit the vape hit the vape put in two zins hit the vape again check your not- check the notifications on your phone uh, jerk off uh, and and then it, you know it's ten minutes to work go <clears throat> go pour yourself a, a day old cup of coffee from the pot that that was left in there from the day before. Uh, microwave that for 30 seconds uh, so it's warm but not too hot so you can chug it real quick and then you get that that buzz that get you know gets you ready for a day of sitting at a desk and waiting for something to happen and then the whole you know and then the whole time you're sitting at your desk what do you get to do vape and, and do zins and drink a Gatorade Zero <laughs> you know everything we're in the hyper real. That's this thing. That's the hyper real, folks. Or maybe not even. I don't know what it is. It's just every everything is like. Maybe that is what it is. Because every everything is, is a simulation of the real thing now. It's like vapes instead of cigarettes. Uh, zero Gatorade Zero, Coke Zero instead of like the full flavor thing. Um, you know, pornography instead of uh, actual gay sex. You know, it's it's just it's, that's the way things are now. Is every everything is simulated, um, and so that I mean, maybe that's that's the you know that's the actual simulation. That's the you know that's the Matrix. Like the movie itself is a more heavy-handed uh, 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 expression of that idea, where it's like human beings are actually being plugged into a computer simulation. But the reality is, is like. We created it for ourselves and live and just like willingly live in it without without having our brains like uploaded into it. It's just like, you know, we each day, you know, we're, we're spending all of our time, you know, I'm vaping, I'm drinking zero calorie drinks. I'm watching people have sex while I tug on my penis. Um, every my, my life is being filtered through, uh, you know, a screen and, and different like consumer products. And so, like, I have, through the mechanisms of, I suppose, capitalism and uh, industry, and then my own desire for comfort and uh, entertainment and just to to never have to feel bad, uh, I have chosen to live within this simulation. Uh, I, you know, and I'm not, I'm not, like, plugged into anything. I'm, I'm just, like, I've created this for myself. And so like, really, you know, if, if we're to, to do the, uh, the Andrew Tate fight the matrix thing, um, it, you know, it would require some, some sort of intestinal fortitude to put down the vape, take the Zins out and go smoke an actual cigarette and drink, uh, you know, an entire two liter bottle of real Coca-Cola. That's how you fight the Matrix, is smoke a pack of Camel Crushes and then drink real Coca-Cola instead of Coke Zero. And, and then instead of, instead of watching uh, internet pornography, go get you a magazine. You know, go get a magazine and feel the, 
feel the the gloss uh the glossy pages between your uh, you know on your fingers uh feel yourself like turning each page wondering what new you know new fun hole you're gonna see next uh what delights are in store in this uh <clears throat> hustler magazine which if you get a subscription to hustler i had one years ago if you get a subscription to hustler each issue does come with a pretty nice compilation DVD. They really sweeten the pot these days to try and stay in business. So, like, if you do get a Hustler subscription, you get a nice uh, uh, DVD with it. Chock full of pornography that, you know, you, you would need a DVD player to watch. Um, but that's, you know, that's why we got we got to preserve physical media. Uh, Because they're coming for the, you know, they're coming for it. You know, everybody's concerned with streaming and all the digital licensing and all that. And they're not even paying attention to what's happening with pornography these days. Where in in like certain states, uh, they're cracking down. They're cracking, like it used to be, you know, you go to a porn site and all you had to do was click a button that said you're 18 and you're in. And hey, look, it didn't matter if you were 18 or not. Uh, you, You just had to click the button if, if you were under the age of 18 that's on that's that's on your parents for not having the damn the damn v chip in the tv or you know any parental controls but now you know what some states are doing now is implementing like more stringent policies uh i guess like passing laws that they're expecting these porn sites to abide by uh it, it, regarding like how they let people actually enter the site because uh, some sites I've seen in, in like certain states, they're asking people to, it's like actually take a selfie to get into the site. Like they want to, they want to eyeball you and make sure that you actually look like you're 18 and over. Um, which which is very strange because like, what if you have like a baby, like a little baby face? And it's like, no, you know, what if you have like Andy Milanaka's disease? And it's like you're just like a 47 year old man trying to jerk off you know like imagine imagine like if andy milanakis was in arkansas trying to pull his little pud and and all all of a sudden pornhub or spank bang or one of these sites is like "Uh, well can you send us a selfie real quick and then he sends it in and then it's like sorry andy no you can't you can't jerk off uh you know what, what happens then and then so then it's like at that so like if not the selfie, then at that point, what, like a front and back picture of your fucking driver's license? Like, j- just to watch, just to look at, you know, titties and pussies and buttholes? Uh, very, you know, very, hey, very, it's it's funny. By the way, the funniest thing about that, like the, the red states that are pushing that shit, the, like, the, 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 the states that are pushing for that and all the people in support of that, it's, those are like the same fucking people that go on and on about how, like, everything is orwellian oh it's just like 1984 and it's like well fucking orwell himself could not have predicted a world in which you would have to like send a fucking uh like a candid intimate photo of yourself to some some company some like offshore uh uh, company that owns this website so that you can like masturbate (laughs) i don't think anyone I don't think anyone was predicting that. I don't think anyone was predicting a world in which uh, people are just taking the saddest, most desperate photos of themselves being like, can I please just look at a Bella Danger's ass? 
That's all I want to do is just look at look at a Bella Danger's ass. And you got me. You got my ass out here taking a damn selfie. It's Steve Harvey, and I'm just trying to jerk off. And you got my ass out here taking a damn selfie. That's you know that's the world we live in now. And maybe and that's and that's where we return to physical media. Now that they're that all the tube sites are now being restricted. And, and we're realizing that the, this like digital media world is a bit of a fugazi, you know, it kind of exists at the whims of these corporations, these companies, and they could go away at any second. Uh, you know, you know what prevails, you know, you know what does actually last, what'll be there for you it is a good old reliable uh, stack of hustlers, stack, stack of penthouse, some, some compilation DVDs, you know, some eight hour DVDs. Um, and, and and you know that's why that's why I you know every uh every now and then I I splurge and I go I go to adult adultdvdempire.com and I order myself you know a few uh 4K Blu-rays of uh hardcore pornography um just you know mostly saw to me because it's it's so naughty you know it's 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 very naughty saw to me so it's, it's fun to watch in practice maybe not so much <clears throat> i know a lot of people do it now you know i remember the first time i heard about that like how many years ago when it when it was uh in the uh the zeitgeist was was, was like ass eating when that became like a thing that like it just it just seemed like for for a few years there that was like very in vogue and it was something people were talking about a lot. And I remember the first time I heard about it, I was like, "Wait, you mean you mean like a dog? Like that's what dogs do? That's what like animals do?" <laughs> like that was always the joke. Like as as a kid, it was like you would see two dogs that would meet each other and immediately just bury each other's faces in their buttholes and be like, "Oh, look at those dumb dogs." You know, this is, we're we're humans. We you know, thank Christ we don't do that. And then come to find out, it's like, oh no, actually, we're do we're doing like much worse to each other's like faces and assholes. Like, we're we're getting in there in, in ways that dogs don't don't even you know try to do. Um, and I you know I remember when I first heard about that, I was like, yo, that's y'all need to get back in the damn church. Y'all need y'all got to go pray on this. Uh, but then, <clears throat> you know, watching it is a different thing. Like watching it, it is like, damn, this is so fucking crazy. This is this is really just naughty and taboo, and people really should not be doing this. This is this is going. This leads. This could potentially lead to just a whole host of problems. Like the least of which is gonna is like strep throat. At at the very least, you're gonna you're gonna catch a case of strep throat doing this, and, and um, and just like complete, you know, fuck up your entire like your gut biome. And, and end up getting like some sort of C diff and just waste away in a hospital bed, all because of, all because of what? Uh, because you you wanted to to shove your tongue down up, up someone's rectum. Okay, well now now you're dead. Now you weigh eighty five pounds and and you're about to die uh, because you 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 wanted to put your face in someone's ass like a fucking dog. <clears throat> but it is fun, you know. It's fun to watch. Uh, <laughs> anyway. Uh, that's, hey, that's the show this week. Um, I was going to get into some news, but maybe we'll save that for the Patreon. I got a little, I got a little something in the works 
for the Patreon. I, uh, I talked to um, people seem to enjoy the uh, the show we just do with my 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 dear dear friend uh, DDT, uh, and uh, she got a good response. I'm glad that I'm glad that people like her because I've I've loved her for many years, and I think she's very very smart, very very talented, uh, and. I want to do something regularly, semi-regularly with her uh, that I think is going to go maybe be a little, little premium exclusive at first. We'll see how that, you know, try that out. Because uh, I, I also don't know, like, what kind of exposure she wants on the internet. So it'll be on the Patreon. But we're going to do... We're going to try something. Because I was trying to do... You know, I was doing a little solo premium show for a while and i was trying to figure out how to make that work uh and th this might this might be a better this might be a better uh version of that you know do do a little little uh, topical little uh intimate uh you know uh patreon show with my buddy dd um and really really get into it you know lock the gates just get it you know really dive into the topics of the day talk about mental health psychology the you know the stuff she's interested in what she's good at um and, and really really do some some spelunking into the into the damn mind and, and into the the uh the the zeitgeist what's what's in the news um so yeah that that'll, that'll probably be on the patreon soon uh she and i or me and her what's the grammat what, what is, grammatically how does that work if if uh, if it's two people so it's like she and i are going to do that would it still be she and i or would it be me and her me and her are her and me me and her are going to she and i are me and her she and i me my friend me and my friend are we are we are okay maybe it's just we Maybe instead of she and I or any of me and her, we are going to record that soon. So stay tuned for that, folks. Uh, please tell uh, tell everyone about this show. Follow me on Twitter at Dalton Lee Pruitt. Fuck Instagram. Follow me on TikTok at Dalton Pruitt. Uh, tell everyone about this show. YouTube, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Patreon.com slash Cornfed with Dalton Pruitt. This has been Lost in the Maze, number 13, only on the Billionaire Podcast Network. Ka-ching, bing, 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 fill her up. Thank you. I love you. Bye.